Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we're talking about Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 5, along with The Walking Dead World Beyond, and our recommendations on The Harder They Fall, Red Notice, and Love Hard. So happy to have Debbie back with me today. How are you, Debbie? Hi, Diana. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course, anytime. Okay, so you know what? I want to ask you a question. Yes. This question is related to the episode that we saw, Till Death, and we see that Mickey is or was a wrestler in her previous life. And when the fight scene comes on toward the end of the episode... A music plays and she does her moves. And so I wondered, wow, if if we had to fight off walkers, what would be our song? Your song, my song. So my question to you is, what song would be playing while you killed a bunch of walkers? <laughs> well, the first thing that comes to mind is a song from a few years ago. It's by the band called Disturbed. For all you disturbed fans, it's called <laughs> Down with the Sickness. I'm not going to try to sing it, but I love that song. And that's the song I would play while I'm killing these sick zombies. <laughs> I love that choice. I love it. Even the title, the band name, everything comes together. It sure does. I didn't realize that, but how appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it is. What about you? You know, the first thing that came into my mind was... You're the best, which is in Karate Kid. It's when he's fighting and does the crane kick and everything. And because of Cobra Kai, how much I love Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid, that first creeped into my mind, Uh but it just was the first thing. But as I thought about it, I thought, what would get me really pumped up, a lot of energy? And I thought, welcome to the jungle by Guns N' Roses. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So... And I, yeah, I just love that song when it plays. It's just, oh, it's so good. And I could see me in full force against these walkers. So (laughs) that would be my pick. Awesome. I think we both have great picks. I love them. I want to hear my song now, actually. Yeah. Okay. Friends out there, let us know what you think. What song would be playing while you killed a bunch of walkers? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our website. The links are in our show notes. Okay, so in Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 5, Till Death, we see Dwight and Sherry with new personas. They have become known as the Dark Horses, living by a code, righting wrongs while trying to protect the family whose cellar they've been staying with since the nukes went off. While out doing their Bonnie and Clyde thing, they are captured by Strand's crew and given a proposal to find Mickey, who has escaped the tower in search of her husband. And they decline the offer from Strand, but pursue finding Mickey in hopes of finding Padre. So what do you think of this episode, Debbie, and what stood out to you? Well, a few things stood out, and I actually really liked this episode. You know, I thought it was captivating, and it moved the plot along nicely. Um, and, and Strand is one of those kind of characters that you love to hate, and he he's just funny as heck. But and uh, And how the writers are depicting his fake utopia is pretty cool, too, because I'm sure at some point— 
the evil will emerge or everything is going to uh, go to hell. Crumble, yeah. Crumble. Yeah. Okay, with Dwight and Sherry, I don't know how they became the dark horses. I do not recall ever hearing, you know, a backstory on it. So all of a sudden they're the dark horses and boy, word spreads fast in the apocalypse without a phone or texting. But anyway, I I kind of thought that was weak from the writer's standpoint to not give us any indication why they're called the dark horses. But anyway, uh, I thought the cold opening was a little dumb. Uh, they let that guy step way too close and he was able to knock Sherry's gun out. It, it just was awkward to me. And I, I thought, now, if there are these super cool dark horses, they know better than to let someone step that close. Anyway, yeah. I, I thought that was a little weak, but you know, the story has to go on. And later in the show, when they fall for that trap, I'm like, you guys are the dark horses. Again, you're being dumb. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, you know, they had to get to Strand's place, so they had to fall for that dumb move. But, <laughs> And then, again, that historian, I can't remember his name, but he, he's such a badass now, and, and I'm actually liking his character. Um, and then Strand's outfit in this show, again, flamboyant, and uh, it's just funny. He's got that cr- those crazy outfits. And the other interesting thing is I don't know why, and they mentioned it a few times throughout the show, Mickey did, and, and, and be- with Sherry and Dwight, but why is he so obsessed on how she escaped and, you know, how she got out of his compound? They mentioned that a few times. She had said that Strand doesn't want people to know that she escaped or how she escaped. But again, she's already escaped. So I don't know what difference it would make by bringing her back. Yeah, there's something. I'm not really sure what that is, that part of it is. mm -hmm. But what she is saying is that they don't want to let the other people in that community know that escape is possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand why, but it just seemed kind of ridiculous. But And I thought it might mean something, but it was kind of crazy. Anyway, that's my two cents on that part. There might be something underlying that we don't know yet, right? That might be the... What they give is the reasoning, but only Strand really knows why he yes. wants her back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like seeing um, Aisha Tyler as Mickey. Oh, yeah. I don't know how long her character will stay around, but I just love her character. Yes. I love that the Walking Dead universe has such strong women, and Mickey is one of them. Yeah. She devised a plan to break out of Strand's compound, which in it of itself is pretty complicated. She used phone books to create an armor to get through a horde of walkers. Yeah. That's like crazy. I mean, really crazy. She is so brave. And she's on this mission to find her husband, which which drives a lot of characters, oh, yes. right? Mm-hmm. To do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because I think that's what a lot of us would do, right? We're always trying to reach out, find our friends, our loved ones. Mm -hmm. And that's what gets us motivated and going. And it was really fun to see Dwight's reaction to her, trying to recall why she looks so familiar. And then he recognizes her. And I like that a character was a famous person before the apocalypse. And here Dwight gets to see someone he admired and appreciated. Yeah, he did that part really well. It was He had me convinced. I, I was excited, too. <laughs> I and I kept wondering, man, he's really like, I, I just like how he was portraying yes. that. And yes. I was in it with him. So I thought that that was a really cool moment. And, of course, it reminds me of Beta in the walking dead because he was a famous person 
Except for <gasps> yes. he went crazy mm-hmm. and yeah. his fans were at this point all the hordes of walkers. You know, <laughs> he thought they were, you know, his crowd. So it's just interesting how the universe, you know, they borrow things from each other. Yes. But I really liked Mickey and her character. Me too. So I thought that was really cool. And also, Aisha Tyler has directed an episode of Fear the Walking Dead and a couple of the episodes of World Beyond. So she is really a part of this whole Walking Dead universe. That's awesome. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, Yeah, I think she is super cool. And I too loved her character. And I thought it was very touching when she saw her husband. Oh, it just brought a tear to my eye, too. And my heart was breaking for her. And she, yeah, she really was acting that scene really well, too. Debbie, what else did you notice in this episode? Well, um, the Polaroid pictures at Strand's compound, first of all, I remember when the, those cameras first came out, they were really awesome. I but know. it was. It was difficult enough to get one picture to turn out decent and then have the picture last. And here, every picture must work in those cameras after all of this time. So I'm thinking, oh, this is a little ridiculous. But anyway, um, so I just saw those hundreds of pictures in it, and it was just cracking me up. And then how Strand had that dude kill that Larson family, that just pissed me off. I was so mad. And I thought... Wow, that was really unnecessary. You bring in this family and then you kill them right away. I I I just didn't understand it and and I don't understand evil people either. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I couldn't believe they killed the family yeah. and a child. <gasps> yes. Yes. And when Dwight found Eli, that guy that got away. <gasps> oh, Eli, yes. It revealed that Strand put him up. Yep, yep. To killing them. Yeah. And I was so disgusted that this guy took a child's toy killed a family, and took the Polaroids of innocent people. It wasn't until the second time when I looked at the photos a little bit longer than a second, because, you know, the first time around, you're just trying to see what's happening. So the second time around, you're able to focus a little more on the details. And you saw the picture of both of them on the table with a bullet through their head. I was wondering, why didn't he do the same thing to the girl? Why did he let her turn into a a walker? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I mean, that was just so heartbreaking. And then that Dwight had to um, kill the zombie child at that point. Yeah. That was just, that was a hard scene. Yeah, I just didn't find that whole scene necessary. (laughs) And I'm again, I'm really shocked that it was Strand's instructions, which yes. he realized because he got that out of the guy. But I did love how Dwight got the guy, though. He signaled the horse to kick the guy <laughs> yeah. and he went flying. Oh, yeah. I thought that was awesome. I was like, yes. <laughs> it was actually quite comical yeah. looking as the guy goes flying. <laughs> yeah, that was great. We love those things. Usually it's a walker that gets... Um, these yeah looks the, pretty comedic, mm-hmm. right? But this was an actual <laughs> bad human. Yeah. So what do you think? What what stuck out with you? Oh my goodness, Dwight and Sherry. These two are always on a journey, but I like that about them. Their relationship is something they are always working on, which is real life. They don't always see eye to eye, but they get through it. Mm-hmm. Their life with Negan at the sanctuary still haunts them. And I like that they reference that experience here in Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do in real life. We learn or we become 
fearful or traumatized by something that happened in our past. So when the dark horses, Dwight and Sherry, are captured by Howard, I got his name, by the way. Oh, yes, that's it. His name is Howard. Yes, thank you. And brought to Strand, they pretty much don't like the vibe there and leave. But at different points after that, they contemplate going back to the tower with Strand. And Sherry says anything that is worth having is never a sure thing. So I was really glad that they didn't push the button on the walkie to connect with Strand. Yeah. I thought that was really important. Well, Dwight stopped her. I know. And a side note, I don't think Dwight would have stayed behind when Sherry left with Mickey. That part didn't seem realistic to me. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. It's like, where's he going to go? What's he going to do? He's just letting his wife go off. Which was odd. Yeah, it was just really odd. But again, I realize it was so that he could come in later yeah. with firepower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt, I feel like they could have made that transition a little bit different. Yeah, it was totally out of the norm of their last time with each, you know, the most recent time. Yes. They never leave each other's side and they're a right. team. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and oh gosh, Dwight confesses that he wants to have a family. <laughs> that and was it, so weird. It was so interesting to hear. And then I started thinking, what do they use for birth control? <laughs> yeah. I guess they have to raid the drugstores for birth control pills or condoms. I don't know. Well, sorry, they don't even have a stable place to live. I know. And then when you think of Mo crying all the time, yeah. babysit Mo for a while. Then you'll see what's, <laughs> how funny it will be in yeah. this apocalypse. That's, yeah, Gosh. that's so true. I understand want them wanting to have a well, when you love someone, you want yes. to make them to have your baby. Yes. Or you're to have their baby. Yeah. But I thought the same thing, Debbie. I'm all not in yeah. an apocalypse. Yeah. And not when you don't even have a community yeah. that you feel Food. good about. Food. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they're just talking about it right now to get, you It was know, a romantic moment. Yeah, their minds <laughs> together. I don't know. But I do love them as a couple, Oh, though. me too. Me I too. do think they are... Really cute. And like I said, I, I love it because I feel like it's realistic. You have problems. Nothing is just, I'm glad that they don't have them always happy. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you always have struggles, but I love that they're there for each other. I like that she says, hey, I'm sorry. And then he, he basically says something to the same effect. So I like that they show that give and take from both of them. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, Debbie, any other thoughts or tidbits on the episode? Oh, yeah. Well, I love the wrestling scene and the music. Uh, it, it was just making me laugh, and I was hooting and hollering, and, you know, it was just so much fun watching her do her, her, her wrestling moves, and Dwight was all about it and coaching her. You know, they were in sync, and it was just really fun. And then again, the actors mentioned Padre, and you know, is that a person or a place, Diana? For a while, I was thinking Padre was Alicia. Yeah. What do you think? Well, that is kind of a revelation. What if Alicia is Padre or where Padre is at? Maybe, because they haven't shown her, right? We haven't Mm -hmm. seen her. And we didn't see her in the last few episodes of season six either so we haven't seen her for a while and but we know with episode one beacon what she's been doing yeah because will kind of said gave us an update Mm -hmm. on her but it made me wonder maybe alicia is this padre this place yeah 
Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm... So I think that's a great oh. thought. Well, good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, like it, I like it. I like it. Any other tidbits? Okay, so Lenny James directed this episode. Oh, he did. Yes, and it was his, I believe, oh. his first time directing. Hmm. So while I think almost the whole episode was good, the only thing that I was not a fan of this particular episode was the view from the eyes. It was too much, and it felt fake. I don't know. It just it felt like saying, hey, Debbie, put this mask on, and I'm going to videotape you. Now, say this. I It just was too, like, they really weren't on the horses when they were talking, and yeah. it just wasn't yeah. working for me. This time, that just that little piece, hmm. everything else was great. I loved all the other stuff, but that part, I'm like, no, this is being overdone now with the eyes and... And uh, I don't know, maybe they told him, hey, we got to keep this up. I don't know what they did. But also, as I mentioned earlier, Howard is the name of the person oh, yes. we Thank often you. refer to as the historian yes. because we don't know his name. But I think it's because they never say his name, really. Yeah, so, I mean, I yeah, I must have missed it if they did. But thank you, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> and as you said, that Dark Horses has a reputation. Yeah. And how is that? Yeah. Because also... How does that word get around? Are they writing it somewhere? Are they telling people where the dark horse is? You know, I wonder how their name is known because they have to put it out there somehow for another person to pick up on. Oh, I've heard of you, the dark horses. Not like they have a newspaper. And then, and then where are they camped out? And sometimes they're by the nuclear waste. Sometimes they're in clear, free space. So, yeah, it's a little awkward. Yeah. So I wonder, too. Oh, Strand's shoes. I noticed his shoes. Oh, yeah, that whole outfit. They are too (laughs) nice. Who made these shoes? Where did he find these shoes? How did these shoes fit him? That's what I want to know. Also, the golf reminded me of the governor. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, same thing. That was hilarious. Then he has some girl... Or some young, oh, yeah. Did you see young her in the child, back? young girl, yeah. whatever it is, put you know, putting the golf, wiping yeah. them down and putting them away. I I'm know. like, come on, Strand, you are crazy. <laughs> Although he, that's interesting, right? His way, Ooh, man. <laughs> and who are the mask people at the end who want to team up with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're heading to Padre too, and you know, we want to go with you. Or let's, I, I felt like they wanted to team up. They weren't like necessarily a villain or anything. I don't know who they are. And I don't think that they're part of the other group that was the zombie collecting people. I think that they're separate. Of course, you can't tell anybody because everybody's wearing a damn mask well, and uniform. I, this season is, is a little sloppy overall. Because there's too many little groups and too much going on and not enough closure and not enough fluid between the groups. And uh, yeah, so I I agree. It's who are they in? Yeah, who are they? Yeah. I think it's hard to distinguish one from another person with the whole getup, too, because everybody looks the same because they're all wearing basically the same getup. Not until they take their mask off and say who they are, then you know who they are. Yes. So just a tidbit. Eli, the guy kicked by Dwight's horse, is the real-life husband of Mo Collins, played by Sarah. Oh, so how fun. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. He gets to be in his wife's show. That's pretty cool. <laughs> 
Okay, Debbie, we are at our segment and the award goes to. So I would like to know what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Oh, gosh. Well, there were a lot, but so I watched it twice as well. And I still love it right in that uh, cold opening when Dwight was yelling at Sherry. I really did not want to kill anybody today. And I just, just the way he said it in his voice, and he was so frustrated. I, that's my favorite sentence for yeah. or statement for the, the show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I caught on to that, too. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. It's yeah. a funny line. It's <laughs> what about cool. you, Diana? Oh, my favorite part is the rustling oh, yeah. moves <laughs> on the walkers. I mean, it was priceless. Yeah. Pile driver, clothesline. I mean, Dwight gets to the gym. And stop Sherry from calling Strand and says, I'd rather die fighting with you yes. than hide living with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was my other favorite. <laughs> and then the music begins and they all fight using chairs and trophies and Mickey using her moves. I laughed out loud <laughs> and I loved it so much. It was definitely the highlight of the episode for my household. And uh, Dwight even grabs a walker for Mickey to do her move. Yeah. And she stands on the ropes yeah. and comes down on the walker. And uh, Dwight says, death do us part. So <laughs> I just, it was so cool. I really enjoyed that part. So yeah, me too. I don't know if it was critics out there, their favorite part, but I know we liked it. I know you liked it. Yeah. So I'm sure other people loved it too. Well, it was kind of fun to have a little humor. Yeah, on these shows, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, besides Strand's humor. <laughs> yes. Well, his is Character. obnoxious, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, so I, I really did love it. I just thought it was... I When I watch a second time, I'm all excited to watch it again. I know. It's like, oh, yeah, this part's coming. Because you missed some things, and now we got to see it again. Yeah, and I wanted to see the moves yes. that she yes. used. I'm like, oh, what, which ones did she use, and how'd she get <laughs> rid of that walker? So it was cool. Okay, well, that wraps it up for Fear the Walking Dead. I can't wait for the next episode. But let's move on to The Walking Dead World Beyond, Season 2, Episode 7, Blood and Lies. So much happened with Dr. Lila Belshaw this episode. She's testing humans for reanimations. She's complicit in Omaha and the colony deaths. She rats out Dr. Leo Bennett but then says she needs him and hope for more research. But in the end, Jadis finds her to be a security risk and they let her die in the hands of her test subjects. Hope and Iris have some differences on how they see and approach things. And it makes me wonder if that will potentially be a problem for them. And we also see that Huck finally tells her husband, Dennis, what's up? as they plot to save Portland and gas the CRM. Things are moving along, and we only have a few more episodes left, so it's it's been pretty good, kind of cranking along. What did you think, Debbie? Well, yeah, I actually liked this episode. Um, it, it kept my interest, and it wasn't all cheesy at times, and I think Jadis is a great villain. I really like her part. And, you know, she's seems like she's taller than she was before. And she's got this crazy outfit and uh, big old coat. And um, I did feel bad for Mr. Bennett's girlfriend. You know, what would you call Dr. Doc Lila yes. Belshaw. I felt bad for Lila. 
the dad's girlfriend. Um, and then <laughs> it's fun and intriguing watching Jen get in some really tough spots and playing both sides. But I really like the dynamic with her and her husband, Dennis. Yeah. And then, and I love uh, Dennis and Silas. I, I like their relationship too. Me too. I just love Silas for some reason. Again, I yeah, I anyway, like that. Yeah, yeah I, I like this episode. Awesome. Woo, I know. Like I said, there's only a couple more episodes, Debbie. Oh my God, what is going to happen? Yeah, they got to wrap it up. I know. Woo. That wraps it up for the Walking Dead World Beyond. Debbie, what else are you currently watching? Well, I'm kind of silly. But I really love my holiday Christmas shows. <laughs> Not silly. Everybody's watching yeah. holiday shows. I'm definitely a Hallmark girl. So um, watching a lot of those. Too many to name. Everybody knows what they are. <laughs> and then I actually just watched Red Notice on Netflix with Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds, which I did not know Ryan was in it. But that was a nice uh, ad. And it's kind of slapsticky. Ryan is annoying as heck. Um, Dwayne is super cool, of course, but they're, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's a cops and robbers, international theme, you know, mantra, and there's a lot of fun banter, action, you know, and fun. It's, it's great entertainment. I highly recommend it. Okay. The second movie I also happened to watch was, it's called Underground. It's a Netflix movie and it stars Ryan Reynolds and Corey Hawkins. And I, again, I did not know Ryan Reynolds was in it. Um, and I'm not going to give away too much, but it's definitely super fun and lots of action. It's a group of vigilantes. They fake their death. Ooh. Deaths. And there's adventure and action. And that's all I'm going to say. Ooh, that's very yeah. intriguing. Yeah, it's fun. What about you? What are you watching? Okay, so I watched The Harder They Fall on Netflix. And I loved this Western. Had a Tarantino feel about it. Star-studded cast, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Zazie Beetz, and Delroy Lindo. I mean, come on. I probably even missed some people. I want that name, Zazie Beetz. I know, <laughs> right? Well, this movie's about an outlaw, Nat Love, who discovers his enemy, Rufus Buck, is getting out of prison and rounds up his gang to track him down and seeks vengeance. It has a lot of violence, but it's pretty cool, and it's a really good film, so I'd recommend when, it. When was it made? Just recently. Oh. It just released probably a few weeks ago. Oh. It's very good. Check it out. I will. I also saw Red Notice, like you oh, did. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. Oh. I saw this movie, too, and Gal Gadot plays Bishop. She's in it, too. Oh, yes, Wonder yes, Woman. yes. Um, and Dwayne Johnson plays the FBI profiler out to get the second best thief in the world, which is Reynolds' character, after he steals one of the eggs once owned by Cleopatra, but ends up teaming up with him uh, once Bishop, considered to be the best thief in the world, steals the egg. Yeah, I really liked it, too. It was funny and action-packed. Yes, it has far-fetched <laughs> happenings, but it's highly entertaining. Oh, yeah. I thought it wasn't going to be as good as it was because I kept hearing, again, critics out there saying, this isn't good. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the critics anymore. I know. I'm yeah. like, this was fun. Oh, it, it was. was fun. Yes. It was, I found it entertaining, and I laughed, yes. and it was good. So, And Debbie, I watched Love Hard. 
I on Netflix, I had to watch since Debbie and quite a few family members and friends watched this too. I really enjoyed it. It's a funny holiday rom-com. And I love the actually and diehard movie um, mention in this. And it was interesting because if you've seen Love Actually, you know that Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead, was in here all like young and fresh face. And um, he's the one with the card saying, professing his love to Kira Knightley. <laughs> so it's just, it's just really cute because they reference that in this movie. And I I have to say, I thought this movie was yes. really, really good. Like, I think people will find it and want to watch it yes. again. So I thought it was cute. Good. Loved Go it. Debbie, thank you for your insights on Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead World Beyond, and your recommendations. I love them because I take them. You can see this. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so we hope you out there will uh, watch some of these movies and report back to us. Let us know what you think of them. We'd love to know. So just remember, I don't give spoilers, but Diana does. <laughs> I didn't give spoilers. I just give a little more background. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Debbie, for joining me. You're welcome. My pleasure. I love it. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens and Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. You can rate and review the podcast on Apple Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. This will help other listeners find us. We'll be uploading new episodes in a couple of weeks. Next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episodes 7 and 8. You can find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.